Welcome to the Sober Mofos Podcast, where we discuss how to get sober, how to stay sober, and how to live a healthy, happy life in sobriety. My name is Dirk Foster, and I'm a sobriety coach and author, and I've been sober since 2007. So today I want to talk about getting healthy and fit in sobriety, and I'm going to give you three tips that worked for me in my early stages of recovery. Uh, before I start, I want to invite you to visit my website at SoberMofos.com. There you will find lots of free resources, articles, blog posts, videos, as well as books and audiobooks on addiction, recovery, and sobriety. Again, the website address is SoberMofos.com. So check it out. So when I first got sober, I was in, <laughs> I was in terrible shape. Um, to say the least, I was a mess. I was pale, pudgy, and soft as a marshmallow. And I could barely, and I'm not exaggerating, I could barely walk up a flight of stairs without wheezing. And I suffered from horrible stomach pains morning, noon, and night. Really bad stomach problems. And I experienced frequent migraines. Um, I couldn't sleep. My diet consisted mostly of, you know, cheeseburgers, ramen, soda, milkshakes, that kind of crap. And at the time, I was still smoking cigarettes. I've long since gave those up, thank God. Um, but, you know, I was just in really bad shape. Um, and I was just, you know, I had been drinking and, and using and smoking for so long and just living a, an addict's lifestyle that I was left sort of depleted. <laughs> um, bad health, bad, you know, high cholesterol, high blood pressure, um, you know, the whole nine yards. I had fatty liver. And, you know, my doctor was, of course, telling me that I really got to work on my health, you know, before I got sober and even after I got sober. So I did. And that's kind of what I want to explore. Um, the idea for me at the time, the idea of exercising and eating healthy was the farthest thing from my mind, um, especially when I was drinking. Um, you could just as easily have asked me to soft my thumb with a butter knife. Exercise at that stage consisted of, of walking to the liquor store, basically, um, you know, for that third bottle of wine or running up the stairs to my drug dealer's apartment. <laughs> that was as far as my workout routine ever went. So I got sober and after and I got sober in, in 2007. If, if you if this is the first time listening to my podcast, um, I've been sober since 2007. Um, I drank um for 30 plus years and, and had a pretty nasty drug habit. And um, after a few months of my sobriety, and this is in 2007, I made a conscious de decision that I was going to get physically fit. In a lot of ways, it was, it was, it was a decision made um, because I wanted to be healthy, of course, but also I just, I just needed to keep myself occupied um, because I, I had a lot of downtime, um, you know, because when we transition between the alcoholic lifestyle, whatever that may be for you, um, into a sober lifestyle, which is really what this whole podcast is about, not just this one, but my entire podcast is about sober living and sober lifestyle. There's a lot of downtime. You know, there's a lot of like, you know, what do I do with myself? <laughs> you know, so because if we're not drinking and hung or hung over, then, you know, we have to fill ourselves with healthy, positive, um, you know, productive pursuits. So a lot of my motivation was just to, you know, fill time and, and feel better, feel, fill the time and feel better. 
So, and by the way, I, if, if, if you're interested, I wrote a, an actual, a book about this. It's called, um, sober body, a guide to health and fitness in sobriety. Um, and it's, it, it basically goes over what I did to get back in shape, what my situation was like and what I did to get back in shape and my exercise routine and how I adjusted and changed my diet over time. And I put a lot of work and effort into studying the topic of health and fitness, um, so if it's something you're interested in, check it out. You can find it either on my website, sobermofos.com or on Amazon. Again, it's called Sober Body, a guide to health and fitness in sobriety. But how would I begin, like when I first got sober, how was I going to begin this transformation that I was seeking? There was still a lot of damage to repair. Um, I, I, you know, I felt like a, like a decrepit old car a jalopy that had been sitting in the backyard for decades, abandoned and, and overrun by rust and decay. <laughs> um, that's the metaphor I like to use. Rebuilding and repairing the jalopy that I was called my body was going to be a daunting task, and I knew it. Like all epic journeys, whether it's getting back in shape or whether it's getting sober, whatever it may be, like all epic journeys, I had to start with a single step. That's all. Every journey begins with a single step, literally. So I began to walk every day, sometimes several times per day. I would walk to the grocery store. I would walk to my AA meetings. I would walk to the bookstore. I would walk to a coffee shop. I would walk without destination. Walking became my first form of exercise in those early days. Um, and I still love it to this day. It was also a great form of meditation. Though I wasn't aware of it at that at that time, walking is and has become for me a great way for me to sort of meditate, just to kind of focus on one thing and, you know, get out of my own head, so to speak. And I became like a walking fanatic and I loved it. And best of all, I started to slowly, slowly, <laughs> it wasn't very rapid, but I started to slowly lose weight because all the miles I was covering. Now, I was grossly overweight when I first got sober. And after a few weeks, I did the unthinkable. I began to jog. That's right. And I'll be honest, jogging is probably my least favorite thing in the world. In fact, I hate it. <laughs> I just, I can't stand it. But I knew it would speed up my effort to get in shape. So when I went for my daily walks, I would incorporate a short jog into my routine. So I'd walk five blocks and jog one block. I'd walk five blocks, jog one block. Eventually, I was able to jog five blocks and then walk one block. In other words, I kind of turned it on its head, which had a significant impact on my physical condition. Now, you may not want to jog. Maybe you can't. My knees are pretty bad these days, so I don't really bother with jogging anymore. Um, but it's, it's an option. So I'm just kind of throwing it out there so you know what I went through. And soon I transferred from walking, jogging, a walking, jogging routine to short hikes around the hills near my home. Hiking became a passion, something I wanted to do as often as possible. And I love being outdoors in nature, um, something I cherish to this day. And the physical exertion, especially on my lungs and heart, helped to accelerate my weight loss even faster. And I was well aware that getting fit was going to be a slow process. You know, because I had I had spent years beating up my body through my addictions and poor lifestyle and, and bad lifestyle and bad lifestyle choices. But I stuck with it. 
Eventually, I, I even joined a local gym. I began to work out with weights and more importantly, started to practice yoga. And yoga was one of the best things I ever did for myself in early recovery. It had a significant impact on my overall health and most importantly, my state of mind. If there's any single form of exercise I would recommend to someone who is getting sober, is new to sobriety, yoga would be at the top of the list. So if you're not familiar with or you're not practicing yoga, give it a try. There's all sorts of really simple um, yoga routines and programs you can find. You can find them online. Um, you can, you know, you can buy a book about it, of course. You know, any gym will have a very simple, basic yoga um, class. It's just, it's awesome if you get a chance. So I was finally beginning to take care of myself. I was putting a concerted effort into repairing the physical damage inflicted on my body from years of neglect and substance abuse. And I was feeling better. I was sleeping well most nights and my confidence started to rise. The better I felt physically, the better I felt mentally. The decrepit old jalopy, my body was slowly coming back to life. Okay, so I want to give you a few tips about, you know, I'm just going to give you three tips and there's a lot more to go into. But for now, I'm just going to give you three just quick basic tips that, that are very basic. So if you're thinking about getting back in shape or you want to kind of step up your, your, your physical activity, you know, whatever stage of sobriety in you're in, you're, you're in, this can help. Okay, so number one, start moving your body. You know, it's as simple as that. If, does the word exercise fill you with dread? When when you hear the term working out, do you suddenly panic and start looking for the nearest escape route? If you're like most recovering addicts, the idea of exercising is about as appealing as brain surgery. You know, no thanks. I'll just enjoy the aneurysm. Thank you very much. <laughs> as addicts, we prefer the easy way whenever possible. This is just kind of a, one of our traits. We seek the path of least resistance, even if the path we're on is self-destructive. In many ways, it's why we drink and use. We prefer the fastest, easiest route to feeling good or not feeling anything at all. We want immediate gratification and the idea of working hard for what we truly want or need goes against our nature. But exercise does not have to be feared or avoided. Rather, it should be welcomed and embraced. Exercise doesn't have to be difficult either. It really doesn't. In fact, some of the most effective forms of exercise are easy and, and very enjoyable. And I know from my own experience that working out and exercise uh, were the farthest thing from my mind when I was still drinking and using. My idea of exercising was, lift, was lifting a 12-ounce can of beer or chopping up a line of Coke, then quickly, you know, lighting a cigarette while talking my head off to anyone who was unfortunate enough to be stuck in the same room with me. This was my version of going to the gym. <laughs> but by the time I finally got sober, I was a flabby, wheezing mess. I looked and felt like Jabba the Hutt with a hangover. When I was new to recovery, I needed to find the easiest form of exercise possible. Otherwise, I knew I wouldn't stick with it. So I began to walk. That's what, as I, as I mentioned before, at first, I just walked around the block once a day. Then I started walking to my, my meetings, my AA meetings. And luckily, there were several of them in my, my area. I was in Los Angeles at the time. I would walk to the store to meet friends, to get coffee, whatever. I walked as often as I could. It felt great, and most importantly, it cleared my head and gave me small shots of peace and contentment. 
And I truly started enjoying walking and, and, and looking and, and look forward to it every day. Eventually, within a few months, I was, go, I was doing a combination of walking, hiking, and jogging, like I said, and the weight started melting off. So the point I want, I want to emphasize, again, is that I had to start moving, and that's what I recommend to you. If you've been living an addiction lifestyle, most likely you've been abusing and neglecting, neglecting your body in many, in many subtle and not so subtle ways. If you've been living on a steady diet of booze, drugs, cigarettes, and poor food choices combined with a sedentary lifestyle, then you need to get up off the couch and shake, rattle, and roll your body to get it back into shape. You don't have to run a marathon or become a champion weightlifter. You just have to start moving your body in a few simple, enjoyable ways. And I'm going to provide numerous ideas, um, you know, now, but there's there's a, there's a lot more than what we're going to discuss right here. So exercise doesn't have to fill you with dread nor make you run for the door. The only thing you need to do is to find an activity that you enjoy and, and that elevates your heart rate and pushes your muscles a little at a time. Start simple and experiment with various forms of exercise. And before you know it, you'll start feeling better, sleeping well, losing weight and loving your life again. So try walking, try hiking, try dancing. Maybe you love to dance. You know, it wasn't, <laughs> this sounds goofy, but I used to like just put on headphones in my apartment because there's people, you know, I didn't want to blast a stereo in my apartment. So I put on headphones and just dance sometimes. You know, again, I had to, I had to fill my time with something and I would just dance and dance and dance and, you know, rock out for, you know, a half hour or an hour and just be dripping with sweat. And it was awesome, you know, so do whatever, you know, just find a way to, to move, hike, walk, dance, whatever. And that brings me to, to the second point, you know, number two, focus on your cardio health. One of the most common forms of damage from long-term addiction is the damage we inflict on our hearts and lungs. If you spent years smoking cigarettes or weed or crack or meth, then most likely your lungs and heart are begging for mercy. And the same is true with drinking, which when taken to extremes has a direct negative impact on your entire cardio system. Your heart and lungs are just like every other muscle or organ, or, or organ in your body. If you neglect or abuse them, they begin to lose strength. If you're not loyal to your body, your body will not be loyal in return. Most of us go years without any proper cardio exercise. And, and I'm sorry, but running up the stairs to your drug dealer's apartment doesn't count as exercise. You have to do something, anything to exercise your cardio system. You have to get moving. When I first got sober, I had a very distinct, high-pitched wheezing noise that came from my lungs. <laughs> it was pathetic and a little scary. I could barely walk more than a few blocks without feeling an ache in my chest as if I was running a marathon. I would sweat just, just walking across my apartment. And that's not an exaggeration. I was just, just a, I was a mess. My cardio system was in really bad shape. Walking up a hill was so uncomfortable, I simply avoided it altogether. Nothing but flat surfaces for me. Thank you very much. There were times I had to pause and bend over to catch my breath from doing the most mundane things like taking out the garbage or getting in and out of the shower. I was a mess and my lungs and heart let me know every step of the way. It was obvious that I had sustained significant damage to my cardio system. What I quickly learned, however, 
was that the damage could be reversed fairly quickly. Okay, so remember that. What was required of me and of you is exercising the heart and lungs through simple cardio activities every day, if you can. It doesn't have to be complicated. Just get up and start moving your body in a way that you enjoy. And we'll, we'll go over some other ideas, you know, in, in future podcasts. And, but, you know, you just got, you just got to move, you know, just find a way to move. Take a walk again, you know, um, hike, dance, do whatever. Okay. And that brings me to number three. And I want to emphasize this a little bit more. I've talked about it already, but I'm going to go back to it. I'm going to circle back to it. Number three, take lots of walks. All right. For many reasons. Now that we're sober and I'm just going on the assumption that you're either thinking about getting sober or you're currently sober. The term walk it off has an, has an entirely new meaning now. <laughs> Before we had to walk off the effects of being too drunk on any given night. Now we have to walk off the long-term effects of being drunk over many years. In order for us, for us to get our health back, we need to start moving and walking is the best way to start. We discussed walking earlier, but it bears repeating. Walking, assuming you have the ability to walk, is the easiest and most immediate exercise routine you have available to you. It's as simple as that. It's like having your own personal gym that's open 24 hours per day, and it's very effective too. There's no reason why you shouldn't be walking every day, preferably several times per day. You don't have to walk 20 miles at a time either. Just go outside and walk for 10 or 15 minutes in the morning, then do it a few more times that day. Walking is a great is great for rebuilding your leg and back muscles. The system of movement your body engages is engages in when you walk has a positive effect on your entire physical structure, including your arms, shoulders, heart and lungs. It's also a great way for relieving stress and anxiety, which is beneficial to your mental and spiritual health. Okay. So that's really important because stress and anxiety are, you know, for me, it was certainly a big part of not only my entire life, but, you know, early sobriety. I, I was going through a lot of changes and, and, and everything was new. I was trying to learn, live, to learn to live life on life's terms without alcohol. Um, and, um, it put me under a lot of stress and anxiety and it was mentally and, and, and spiritually and emotionally taxing to, to readjust, to learn how to readjust. So walking or any exercise, but walking in particular is, is great for relieving stress and anxiety. If you can walk somewhere instead of driving, then you should walk. If you need to go to the store and it's close enough, walk there. If there's a, 12-step meeting close to your home, walk to the meeting. If you have a friend who is elderly or lonely, be of service by asking them if they want to take a short walk with you. If you have children, take them for a walk as an excuse to spend time with them. If you have a dog, of course, take him or her for a long walk every day. All right? Walking is easy and enjoyable and will help you get back in shape. It's also a wonderful way to clear your head, collect your thoughts, and diminish stress and anxiety, like I said. So don't wait for a perfect day or a perfect weather. Walking in the rain and snow has its own form of it has its own form of pleasure. So get started today, okay? Give it a shot. So to re to kind of recap, you know, a big part of recovery is going to be getting back into physical shape. And if you get back into physical shape, you'll get back into mental and emotional shape too. It's all intertwined. It all works together. 
So if you're new to sobriety or, you know, and, and I define new sobriety as, you know, the first two years, three years, you know, so that doesn't mean you're just, you know, a day sober, you know, or a week sober or a month sober. New sobriety is the first couple of years. Um, so if you're new to sobriety, you know, get moving, start moving, fill your time up with some exercise. It doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to occupy all your time, but dedicate at least, you know, try and dedicate 30 minutes a day to exercising. And you can break that up. It doesn't have to be all at once. You can do two, you know, three 10-minute sessions. You know, you can walk, you can dance, you can hike, you can ride your bike, you can walk your dog. You know, there's all sorts of things. But the point is, get moving because it'll help you get back into some form of physical shape. It'll help reduce stress and anxiety. You'll feel better about yourself. Um, and it'll just keep your head a little clearer and it'll help you in the long run. It'll help you sleep better and feel better. And like everything else, it takes time. So don't be in a hurry. You know, take it, you know, as we say, one day at a time, take it one step at a time, you know, one, put one foot in front of the other, in, in front of the other, get out there, get your body moving. The effects will be profound. I promise you that. Okay. So Get moving, get that body moving, you know, get back in shape, start feeling better about yourself. All right. So again, if you get a chance, visit my website, SoberMofos.com. There's um, other articles there, blog articles about um, exercise and, and all sorts of different things on that website. So check it out, SoberMofos.com. And until next time, stay healthy and stay safe. Thanks.